Go Your Own Way is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure. Hey listeners, it's time to go your own way again. Woo! So that's, that's why they call it that, go your own way. You can go your own way. I thought that was why we called it that. <laughs> because of the song. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> who's the girl who's talking? The girl is Jen. Yeah. Jen is here. Who's Woo! the boy who's talking that isn't me? Eric! It's me. And then I'm Peter. All right, listeners. Last week, we started a story called Birdland by Brendan Patrick Hennessy. Uh, you can find that at the website birdland.camp. And I was just telling these two that I just realized now, a week later, why it says .camp. It's because the story takes place at summer camp. Word. <laughs> so, let's do a quick recap of last week's adventures, because I don't really remember much. Uh... We are a, a maybe 13-year-old girl. I don't remember what our age is. 13 or 14, yeah. Yeah. And we're at summer camp. Um, we don't have really any contact with back home with our parents other than letters that are slow in coming yeah and so we're trying to make friends at camp so far we made one friend i think with the girl who was kind of quiet and weird but then we talked we to talked her and... to her yeah that's how you make friends and listeners. we have very vivid dreams Yes, that's yes. oh, that's right. Yeah, we had a dream about the Wild West, and, and our, all the characters our were birds. deputy was like a robot because he yeah. talked like one. That's right. Yeah, I, I, there were various activities that we were doing in the camp, but I don't remember what they were. But you listeners can go. You know, camp stuff. Was swimming. Oh wait, and wait, we were canoeing, and we got all. We were doing the canoe thing the wrong way, and the guy was all like, no, you need to do it like this. Yep. Oh, yeah. Except we weren't really canoeing. We were just sitting on a log. Yeah, because he wouldn't let us actually canoe until we did it the right way. We can't handle the canoe. Apparently not. Okay. Well, if I remember correctly, we were when we left off last time, we were just starting... Uh, a second dream sequence. That's right. And I think this had pirates. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. <laughs> I could go for some hoes, some booty. Right? Hoes and booty and rum. There you go. Right. All right, well, let's get started then. So remember, we uh, there's a lot of dialogue in these stories, listeners, so we will often be voicing different characters but since there's only three of us each of us is usually doing multiple different characters and from your perspective it's probably impossible to tell what characters we're doing should i be first mate yeah if you want yeah and i'll continue being you which is the main character i don't remember the name of our character though some girl's name yeah uh you dream you are a pirate on a ship crewed entirely by bird people your bird first mate scrutinizes you closely as you stand on the deck beneath the bright pink sky. State your job title. Pirate captain. 
And what is the function of a pirate captain? It's my best bird pirate voice. Thank you. That was good. We can say that the function of a pirate captain is to go on adventures, to find some booty, or feel the salt spray on our face. Oh, you know what the answer is. (laughs) There's no question about this. You know exactly what the answer is. Let's go get some booty! Uh We be out for booty, treasure, plunder, lucre, currency, if ye prefer. So the purpose of a pirate captain is to obtain wealth. Yar. Very well. Demonstrate the behavior of a human pirate captain. So should we strike out for buried treasure or find a ship to rob? Hmm. Find a buried ship treasure. To rob? Well, buried treasure seems more safe, but should we go plunder booty from the ship? We should go plunder that booty. Haul up the main brace and flatten the jib, boys. We're off to find a ship laden with booty. I'll be the crew. Okay. Affirmative, pirate captain! You intend to take objects of monetary value from another sailing vessel? Is that a permissible interaction under the current legal system? Jesus, what's with this first mate? (laughs) (laughs) Is he an alien? Is that that what this story is? Is our mind getting probed by aliens every night and that's why we're having these dreams? Maybe. I mean, in the early days of this podcast, there was at least, I want to say, at least two different stories that ended up that way. Seriously. But yeah, I think that might so be exactly know. what's happening. You don't think our mind is just under stress of our developing bodies? No. No? No. Well, here, I mean, Jen, you you were a teenage girl at one time. Did, didn't you have stories about bird people? I absolutely did not have stories about bird people. I made up stories about horse people, though. <laughs> That sounds kind of amazing. Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> oh, the simpler times of making up stories about horse people. Yeah, wasn't even under the influence of anything back then. <laughs> All right, so um, the first mate says, is this legal? We can say no, we're outlaws, or we can say yes under the pirate's code. Hmm. I'm kind of leaning towards outlaws. We're outlaws. Yeah, that's what pirates are. They are outlaws. We're outlaws, matey. Out on the open sea with no laws but the ones we make. Avast. I find this concept deeply perplexing. A ship appears off the starboard bow. There's our prey now. Close in, boys. Ready the cannons. I'm doing a great job with these voices, by the way. Nailing it. (laughs) so we can fire a warning shot or unleash a full barrage I feel like being merciful in the last dream sequence worked pretty well right oh do we fire a warning shot so that we don't have to like fight fight and like get them to surrender right away I mean I assume that's the purpose I think so 
Yeah, All let's right. do a warning shot. You fire a warning shot across their bow. The other ship immediately comes to a full stop and raises a white flag, which says we surrender on it. Dude, I totally called it. I had no <laughs> idea. That's funny. Yeah. We've done it, boys. Yar. The bird crew lets out a monotonous cheer. The sailors on the other ship start tossing treasure chests onto your deck. We seem to have acquired this currency with great ease. Aye, we be filthy rich. What then is the next course of action? Our only option is to go back to port. For the record, it's just as easy for me to obtain booty in real life. (laughs) (laughs) You just fire a warning shot and it gets thrown at you. Oh my god. It depends on the type of booty. Because I don't know if firing a warning shot at a lady (laughs) is going to get you the booty. That does Mm. seem like a pretty risky Or maybe it would. Or maybe it would, because... It depends on, like, what you mean by warning shot. Mm. I give them the look. That's mm. my warning shot. Oh. And then they surrender immediately. Nice. <laughs> Walk up, say, prepare to get your body rocked. That's the warning shot. No, no, no. You walk up and you say, prepare to be boarded. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that works better on women with, like, particularly spectacular cleavage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, see, on a, on, a, on a fiction podcast, I can be anybody I want to. I can <laughs> believe anything I want to about myself. <laughs> and then once, once we stop recording, then I cry myself to sleep. So, we, um, our character says, we head for port. You would return to a populated area after committing this offense? Are you not concerned about the presence of law enforcement officials? Not landlubber port, you landlubber. We're going to a pirate village, where the only law is the pirate code, and there's no landlubbers allowed, yar. <laughs> Just picture like the world's biggest treehouse with a sign that says no landlubbers allowed. <laughs> That's funny. The sun sets and a thick fog rolls in as your ship slowly pulls into port. There are a bunch of ramshackle shacks on stilts, etc. What is our first order of business in this vicinity? We're laden down with booty. (laughs) Now it's time to spend it. You step off the gangplank and into a tavern. A bunch of pirate birds are clinking big mugs together and throwing knives into the wall. Monkeys are around grabbing things off tables. Once again, we find ourselves in a poorly lit drinking establishment. I... wait, once again? Apologies, I have misspoken. What is our purpose here? (gasps) He remembers. From the first stream. Yup. Oh, Oh, God. That's what he meant. This doesn't seem good. I think your alien idea is spot on. It might be. I might have called it, guys. Yep. I guess we'll see. Um, So we can drink some grog, we can sing pirate songs, or live the pirate life. Which seems to apply to both of the previous choices. Yeah. Um, I want to sing. I'm voting songs. I'm voting songs. 
Pirate karaoke. We're going to do what every self-respecting pirate does in a place such as this. Sing pirate songs and sea shanties. I am unfamiliar with this form of expression. You know, yo-ho-ho on a dead man's chest, 15 men, and blow the man down, the wreck of Edmund Fitzgerald. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? I have unfortunately heard that song. It's definitely not a pirate song. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. None of those phrases offer a satisfactory explanation of the concept. Trust me, it all makes sense when you're in the middle of it. An old woman calls out to you from a small table in the corner. Pirate captain, do you wish to have your future foretold by myself? This seems like an inadvisable distraction, a frivolity. So we can get our fortune told or pass. You're being a little pushy first, mate. Yeah, I don't trust them. Robot first, mate. I don't trust robots. I'm uh, I'm all for fortune telling. I'm all for fortune telling. Aye, I would. You sit down at her table. Very well. She draws three cards and lays them face down in front of her. Let us see what my divinatory objects predict. She flips over the first card. It shows a bird in a pope hat and has the number V at the top. That is not what I have on mine, Peter. (laughs) Mine says it shows a horned bird with a pentagram on its forehead and has the number XV at the top. Yeah, Shit. I have a pair of birds flying out of a collapsing tower and has the oh, number so 16 at the top. Uh, maybe they're all different. Because it's Shit. twine, so it must be randomized. Aw, hmm. shit. Well, hopefully this doesn't mean much in terms of our stats and things. Hope not. Because otherwise all of us will be on different story shits. Okay. Well, we'll use yours as the master. All right. Yeah. I'm not doing voices, though. (laughs) Uh, All right. So in my version, the fortune teller shows a bird in a pope hat and has the number five at the top. The fortune teller says, the male religious head, your desire to not participate in a traditional custom will indicate more about your personality than you might expect. She flips over the second card. This one shows two naked humans holding hands underneath a giant bird that has the number six on it. The fortune teller says the romantically involved individuals, a companion of yours, will prove like-minded in a way that you had intensely hoped, but not, but had not allowed yourself to believe. She flips over the last card. It's numbered 11 and shows a bird holding a pair of scales and a sword. The fortune teller says the concept of appropriate treatment within legal system, you will manage to subvert a set of rules for your own benefit. So we say, wait, what was the second one again? And then the first mate says, let us depart. We have heard enough meaningless prognostication. So now we can depart. Oh, God. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. 
So what does your second page say? I'm hoping the dialogue is the same. Oh, what were we doing again? Yeah, that looks right. Okay. You get up from the table. Uh, What were we doing again? You had intended... Oh, you had been intending to perform an inscrutable act of self-expression. Huh? Oh, right. What is the cause of your current unresponsiveness? I think I'm just distracted by that fortune. What do you think she meant by... An irrelevancy. Prediction of future events is scientifically impossible. Right, no. Obviously. (laughs) Yo-ho-ho. Pirate captain? I think I need to lay down a vast or something. You crawl into a conveniently located hammock. Very well. It appears we have come to the end of the demonstration. We shut our eyes and say, the what now? Do not concern yourself. Thank you and have a pleasant morning. All right. We wake up feeling a bit different than we did yesterday. All of our stats are all over the place. Although Serenity, I feel like that was one of our better ones before, but it is now very lowered. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah, else okay. has been heightened, which is good. Do any of yours say very heightened? No. Uh, oh, yes. Melancholy and tenacity. Okay. Okay, good. We Looks got like we're the on the same stats. page there, then. All right. July 14th, morning, nature area. You're sitting cross-legged in a small clearing. Cassidy, the nature and camping instructor, is practically dancing around as she gives out her morning spiel. Oh, I'm so excited. All you little <laughs> darlings get to go out into the forest and take in the spectacular magic of the natural world. You'll see so many trees and rocks and lichens. Oh, you're going to have such a wonderful time. She... <laughs> <laughs> Just like a small strain of crazy in there. I like it. <laughs> um, she claps her hands a few times and signals everyone to stand. Now remember, each team has its own set of coordinates, so don't try and cheat off of anyone else. Oh, she winks. I'm just kidding, of course. Get out there and have a lovely morning. <laughs> small packs of campers start heading off in a bunch of different directions. Stay watchful, everyone, and I'll be in earshot, so do call if you need me. Um, You walk into the woods with Elizabeth Way, a camper from your section. You're holding a little folded up map, and she's looking down at her compass, swatting branches away from her face. You know what I like best about orienteering? <laughs> it's, uh, it's the best teenage Asian girl voice ever. (laughs) What do we like best about orienteering? The fresh air, the exercise, the feeling of accomplishment or nothing, which looks like it would contribute to our melancholy stat. Or we're getting it because we're melancholy. Oh, that's right. I always forget. Should we go with nothing? Mm, No, I want to, I want to be friendly. Because right. that's how we made friends last time. What do you think, Jen? Mm. Uh, I mean, I'd go with the feeling of accomplishment, but... Yeah. Same. Why not? All right. 
the feeling of accomplishment after a job well done. No. All the many practical applications. You look up from the map and see a grumpy expression on her face. Seriously, why on earth would you ever need to learn how to work a compass? When do you ever have a compass? On our phones? Yeah. In orienteering class? Exactly. We're learning how to learn the thing we're learning. What a waste of mental energy. Well, I like the feeling of accomplishment. I'm truly happy for you. Now let's figure out where the hell we're going. So I'm wondering now if we had said nothing that we would be Mm. bitchy like her and then we would have bonded. Yeah. Damn it. We still have a chance. Or maybe this way will save both of us from getting lost because at least one of us cares. Hmm. That's a more positive outlook. Hmm. So our vigilance stat gives us the option to use the map and the compass or we can just use the compass. Um, just using a compass doesn't actually make any sense. So yeah. we should use the map. <laughs> we gotta use the map and the compass together. Otherwise, we're gonna get lost in the woods. Yeah. Just right. like I thought would was going to happen to me over the winter, which thankfully didn't. Thankfully, I did not get dropped into the middle of nowhere, Utah. Could have turned into it's good. the Donner Party. Yeah. <laughs> Because then I would have had to eat baby cheek. <laughs> mm, face meat. Baby face meat. <laughs> God. Classic episode. Classic. It's the best kind of meat. Okay, we have a compass and a map, right? Liz snaps her fingers. Right, and I definitely remember the word map coming up in the instructions. So we need to use them both. Okay. You both stare down at the map in silence. Do we point the compass at the map, or do we line up the two ends? Oh, God, line up the two ends. For the love of Jesus. (laughs) Clearly, the orienteering class. Clearly, they just, like, sent these kids out into the woods without telling them how to use a compass and how to use a map. Lots. So if they can't figure it out, they deserve to get lost in the woods. Apparently. And get eaten by Bigfoot. Do we line up the end on the compass with the end on the map? Maybe. She turns the compass around until both ends are pointing in the same direction. Okay. Where's the needle pointing now? Like 120 degrees or so? What does that mean? I uh, I don't know. I didn't think that far ahead. See, if this were a video game, we'd just have a little mini-map radar thing in the corner with a little blinking destination light, and it'd just do all the turning and spinning automatically. Huh. It'd be a lot easier if that technology existed in real life. Yeah, except even if it did, we wouldn't be allowed to use it at camp. She sighs. Come on, let's go. Did you figure out which way we're headed? Even better! I figured out that if we walk around in a circle for an hour and act like we know what we're doing, nobody will be able to tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> this is me in gym class, by the way. <laughs> All right, so now we're jumping to July 14th, midday, ropes course. Is this the same day that we were? Was that morning and this is midday, I guess? Yeah, I, so. I guess we no. didn't fail the class, so yay. Yeah. We're still alive. We're still alive. 
and our body is still changing. Heather, the ropes and climbing instructor, is patrolling along the side of the course, yelling at campers whenever they break the rules. One at a time, people! One camper per section! That means you, Kevin! Zoe Price, another senior girl, works her way along the tire swing segment. You walk beside her, spotting her from the ground. Just so you know, my arms are super weak, so you should try not to fall. You got it, dude. Oh, and thanks again for, like, giving up your turn. No problem. You needed a spotter. Plus, I wasn't really in the mood to go up today anyway. Oh, what? Why not? It's such a blast. Look! She hops from one swinging tire to another. See? I could do this forever, man. Zoe offers you lots of weed. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> camp. <laughs> camp weed? Eric's like, good time. <laughs> oh, camp weed. Okay. So we can <laughs> we can say I'm bad with heights. We can say it's just not my thing. Or we can say maybe next time. None of these are very... I was... I, would normally say let's go for the more confident answer, but none of these are really. There's just different excuses for why we're not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. How about maybe next time? I feel like if we do heights, they're going to try and, like, talk us into it. Yeah, we'll just say maybe next time. That's good. Keep it really vague. Yeah. Make them think that you'll actually do it next time. This, mm-hmm. this is sort of the thing I do. Eh, I just wasn't feeling it today. I'm sure I'll want to go next time I'm up. I hear you, man. Sometimes at school, <laughs> there'll be these days where I've got volleyball practice. But, like, all I want to be doing is just running laps outside, and I'll be like, man, why did I sign up for this thing? Why am I cooped up in a gym? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then, of course, my serve is a total mess for the rest of the afternoon. Because she's high. (laughs) Yeah, I guess some days you're just tired of it, even though you love it. Totally. Don't think I could ever get tired of this thing, though. She pauses at the start of the monkey bar section as she waits for the person ahead to clear it. I'm thinking I might try being on climbing for the Summer Camp Olympics. Oh, that's right. That's coming up soon, huh? Yeah. What do you think you're going to do? Lots of options, listeners. We can say I kind of want to stay out of it. We can't do canoeing, apparently. That's been shut off because We're of our previous... We're not serene enough. Yeah, our, our previous adventures have uh, disallowed us from doing that. So we can choose swimming, nature stuff, sailing, or arts and crafts. <laughs> I like that we would go into the Summer Camp Olympics for nature stuff. <laughs> right. I like that arts and crafts pairs with melancholy. Like, I like arts and crafts. Right? I kind of want to do that one, honestly. I kind of do, too. We should probably go for something that we're very high in. So which ones were we very high in? Were we very high in melancholy? 
Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Probably. All right, I can go with arts and crafts. Let's be a moody artist. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to do something arty. They've all got, or they've got like pottery competitions and stuff, right? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Not for me, though. I get all antsy in that little hut. I think it's fun. I'd be into it if they had some kind of, I don't know, full contact arts and crafts or something. That's kind of a terrifying concept. I guess the scissors could be a problem. (laughs) So, uh, hey, did you have sailing today? I was yesterday. Why? Was Alicia Sale acting different at all? Um. Oh, so we did do sailing the last episode, I guess, because that's where we met our friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whose name escapes me. That's how good of a friend we are. I assume Alicia Sale is the instructor. Yeah. I would guess all, so. All of their names seem to like connect with the activity. Yeah, no, yeah. I think you're right. So we can say different how or the usual. Mm. I mean, I feel like we should gather some more information. Like maybe this is the beginning of things getting a little mysterious. Yeah. Maybe Alicia Sale is the alien. Dun dun dun. So let's say different how. Yeah. Like talking different. Kind of clinical, kind of out of it, asking weird questions. No, just regular old screamy Alicia. Strange. What are, wonder what got into her today. Um, oh, Eric, you can be Heather Ropes. Oh. Hey, Kevin! Oh? I'll be Kevin. Or you be Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going to me. Are you and Zoe the same person? Oh? Are you and Zoe the same human being? Not a trick question. No. And is Zoe a person who is not you currently on the section that you're about to start climbing over? Yes. So what does that tell you, Kevin? Is there a particular rule of the ropes course that might be relevant to this situation? Uh. Perhaps a rule about how many campers are allowed on a given section of course at any one time. Always wear a helmet? (laughs) I think Kevin needs a reboot (laughs) I think that's our cue to hustle Come on, dude This is a weird camp (laughs) Alright, July 14th afternoon So I guess a few hours later Arts and Crafts Hut Here's our arts instructor Logan Crafts Dinowitz He looks like a complete stoner Damn it, I already used my stoner voice. (laughs) Eric can do his stoner voice. Yeah. 
Logan, the arts and crafts instructor, is standing silently at the front of the crafts hut. All of the campers are just sitting at their tables looking back at him. What do you say we loosen up a little bit, huh? <laughs> he walks to the back of the room, grabs a chair, and drags it up to the front. He then spins it around so it's facing away from you and sits on it backwards. What is art? <laughs> no no one replies. Hmm? What is art? Really, man. He gets back up from the chair. Anyway, give that some thought while I go outside on official camp business. We can all guess what that is. Mm-hmm. Right. He leaves. So we can paint something, draw something, make something out of plasticine, or go talk to Mackenzie. Mm. Is Mackenzie our sailing friend? Uh, I think I she's either matter. our sailing friend or our bunkmate. Hmm, I don't remember. I don't know. What do you guys want to do? I feel like we're reaching the part where we should be talking to people and trying to figure out what's going on. Because it sounds like Alicia Sale is starting to act like the uh like first mate and deputy from our dreams and this guy even though he's being like like he's smirking and being basically human is also asking like what is art oh you think he's an alien he's actually legitimately trying to find figure out what art is maybe <laughs> maybe so we should go talk to Mackenzie. i guess it's where i'm leaning all right, all right. I was curious about what we would make out of plasticine, but you have a good point. <laughs> you walk over to Mackenzie's table and sit down next to her. Hey, hey Bridget. Bridget. Oh, go, go. Yes. Well, <laughs> Mackenzie can be twins if you guys want to. Oh, God. We'd have to read at the same time. Oh, that'd be freaky. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't think that's a good idea. No. <laughs> no. Go for it. <gasps> Hey, Bridget. Not doing any arts and crafts? How long have we been doing this episode and now we finally had someone say our name? Our name is Bridget, <laughs> by the way, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, not really sure what to do. Mm, creative freedom can be paralyzing. What should I make? I find that art's a good way to work out stuff that you've been thinking about. What's been on your mind lately? We can say birds, home, or a lot of stuff. Dude, birds. 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 Birds, man. Birds, mostly. Oh, perfect. That's an easy one-to-one. Why don't you go pick a picture of a bird or something (laughs) birdie? Great advice, Mackenzie. (laughs) Good idea. Thanks, Kenzie. You go to the supply cabinet and grab some paint supplies so we can paint a bird on the lake in a tree with colorful plumage in flight on a wire or just paint a feather. I'm really glad that we can't paint a bird in a canoe. <laughs> oh, yeah, that that was an option. But see, we failed at, at fake canoeing. Now we can't even paint a bird in a canoe. Yeah, we're just not serene enough. Yeah, I guess so. I kind of like the idea of a bird on a wire. 
Because, you know, bird usually means freedom, but if it's on a wire, it's constrained or controlled in some way. It's a fun juxtaposition. I like it. That's a, you put some good thought into that. I like that. I'm not hearing anything from Jen, so we're going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the little timer buzzer goes off. All right, we're doing that one. Done. All right. You sit down. <laughs> you sit down and start painting. After a while, Mackenzie walks over and peers over your shoulder. Wait, which one do we pick again? <laughs> bird on a wire. Uh, that's a neat bird. It's not that good. I like it. it. Looks like it's planning something devious up there. She squints. Is it wearing a little varsity jacket? Yeah, I guess it's like going to bird college. Well, I think it's a nice piece. I can really feel the turmoil in the brush strokes. <laughs> turmoil, really? Definitely. Your subconscious is all over that page. Kind of just looks like a bird to me. Mm, tell me something, Bridget. Are you someone who finds herself troubled by dreams? We can say not troubled exactly, or now that you mention it, or, no, of course not. What a ridiculous idea. Mm, I I'm think suspicious. we should tell her. Oh, you're suspicious? I am. You think Mackenzie's the alien? <laughs> Maybe. She's not talking monotone enough. Right. <laughs> she could just be interested. Is this what it's like to have a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're interested in what's going on in my head? I don't understand this. You must be an alien. <laughs> right. God damn it. All right. So are we saying now that you mention it? Uh, it's up to you, Peter. You're the tie-breaking vote on this one. Wait, are you, well, what, what were you guys saying? I was saying to tell. I, I'm in the no, of course not. What a ridiculous idea, Camp. Okay. Um, let's tell her. She's our friend. Yeah. Let's be honest. A little, now that you mention it. I don't even know how to explain it, though. Like, lately in my dreams, it's always, uh, there are birds, but they're also people, but they don't, like, they don't talk like birds or people, and it's in a movie, but I don't know it's in a movie. Also, like, the sky, I don't know. I mean, I know it's not real. It's just in my head, but... In your head isn't the opposite of real, though. How do you figure? Well, your head is the thing that you use to process the real world, right? So obviously everything is in your head, whether or not it's real. Yeah, but like my physical body isn't literally doing the things I'm doing in my dreams, is what I'm saying. She shrugs. To a sleeping mind, it's all the same. Hey, I made a Eiffel Tower out of popsicle sticks. You want to see? Sure. You get up from your table. Okay, it's flat though, so I don't think it actually counts as a tower until we find something to lean it up against. Good I have talk. a feeling Mackenzie might have a little bit of a hyperactivity disorder. <laughs> hmm. Do you find yourself troubled by dreams? Yeah, but if it's in your head, that doesn't mean it's not real. Hey, I made an Eiffel Tower. <laughs> 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 it's those hormones, babe. You know. Yeah. 
So July 14th, same day, but now it's the evening. And we're at the basketball court. It's complete bedlam. Country music blares over the loudspeakers oh, as God. the rural camp. Country music blaring over loudspeakers? F that. <laughs> Of the loudspeakers as the girl campers chase the guys all over. I thought this was a girls only camp. Whoa. Clearly not. I mean, we were yelling at a dude named Kevin. That's true. Well, I don't know. Girls can be named Kevin. Don't discriminate against all the girl <laughs> Kevins that are, might be listening to this the show. The times they are a changing. If you're a girl named Kevin, tell us on Facebook. Um, people are climbing up trees, ducking in and out of cabins, and just generally getting into a frenzy. Captured boys are being dragged over to the main lodge to dance with their captors. The only island of calm in all the chaos is the basketball court, where you and Belle are sitting. A handful of campers from other sections mill around at the opposite end. Seriously? Who came up with this stupid dance anyway? Someone named Sadie Hawkins? Maybe. Or maybe this is all just a colossal diss on someone named Sadie Hawkins. Hmm. Damn. Now I'm actually curious. And of course there's no phones or libraries here, so I can't look it up. She leans back. Guess I'll just have to sit around and let this unknowable fact annoy me for the next two and a half weeks. Sounds like it's kind of annoying you already. It's just dumb. Like, it's 2015. Why are we still doing this? We can say it's tradition. It's a camp thing. Or no clue. Hmm. I want to say it's a camp thing. I do too. Yeah, I'm leaning in that direction as well. You want to go to the cabin and do other camp things? <laughs> bow, chicka, bow, bow. I guess it's just a camp thing. Ain't camp nothing but things. a camp thing. <laughs> you know, I really like being at camp, but I could do without all the things. So I take it you're not looking forward to the Summer Camp Olympics then? <laughs> Olympics. It's a Pan Am Games at best. Well, at least they're not making us participate tonight. That's true. We get to observe the action from the comfort of this fine, safe zone. Some boy runs past the court, screaming at the top of his lungs. Zoe is right behind him, screaming at the top of her lungs, but in a different way. Oh. <laughs> Not really I sure feel what that like, means. I feel like that's an adequate description of, like, trying to get along in the world. Someone runs by you, screaming... <laughs> You chase them screaming slightly differently. You're both running and screaming and inarticulate. This is good. Mm -hmm. a good description of love. Indeed. Screaming in slightly different ways, chasing after each other. Uh, Wow. Zoe's really getting into it, huh? Oh, yeah. No. Watch her. She zeroes in on some poor boy and then just sprints him down. This is the fourth one. The fourth one that I've seen, anyway. We can say why or how are they getting away? <laughs> how are they getting away? <laughs> I'm more interested in why. All right. We've already seen how they're getting away. Right. No, I could go for why. 
Why? What's she doing? Putting the fear of God in them. I mean, look how fast she is. She does track, for God's sake. She could catch any of these guys if she really wanted to, but she doesn't. Zoe goes back down to a jog and grins as the boy scampers off. She waves at the two of you. You wave back. See, it's all a big mind game. That's intense. That's what happens when you base a whole evening on girls chasing boys around for sport. Speaking of, why aren't you participating in all the fun? We can say, I just don't feel like it. I'm nervous. I think it's kind of gross. Or too intense. Hmm. I feel like too intense is sort of in line with our character so far. Yeah. Also in line with the last line that we had, which said that's yeah. intense. True. I don't really do intense. Well, that's true. You'd be the one doing the chasing, though. You could set your own pace. I could, but honestly, my pace is pretty much just this. Hmm. What? Eh, nothing. Interesting answer. Was it? A basketball bounces by and rolls to a stop at your feet. You look over to the other side of the court and see Dan waving at you. Hey, girls. Want to play some horse? It's <laughs> uh, a great voice for Dan Canoe. Listeners, this is the guy who was trying to teach us canoeing, but we failed, and he got mad. <laughs> now he wants to play horse. Um, Bell picks up the ball. <laughs> Bell picks up the ball and looks at you. Let's do it. You want to do it? Yeah, let's play some horse. Let's, let's fall in love with Dan Canoe. Camp is a time for. Doing inappropriate things. Don't put labels on love, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? This is the game where you uh, throw the thing at the thing, right? Hmm, maybe you're not ready. He reaches for the ball, but Belle puts it back. Dude, I was born ready. <laughs> oh, shit. She checks the basketball, it sails clear over the net, hits the roof of the rec hall behind the court, and bounces off into the lake. That was H, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if Belle is really bad at basketball or kind of a jerk. Kind of a jerk. <laughs> so do you guys want to go through this stream sequence before we end, or do you want to go through it and then end? Oh, let's keep it consistent. Let's stop here. All right. That sounds good. Always stop before the dream. Begin with a dream next time. Yeah. All right. We will pick up next time with more adventures uh, uh, from Birdland. Once again, that's by Brendan Patrick Hennessy, and it's at the website birdland.camp. In the meantime... If you want to tell us what you thought of this adventure, tell us on Facebook, or you can just keep your thoughts to yourself and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Ow! I feel like we used to promote more things, but they're not really relevant because no one cares. Bye. 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 <laughs>